time to get far out with Todd Perry. The condom thing is 75% of the issue here. That, my friend, is jock itch, <laughs> not crabs. Buck Perez. They've really crapped on everything that I used to love, don't they? And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Adam Albright Hanna. You know, the original Back to the Future, the time machine, was an old refrigerator. Like, kids are going to try to go back in time, <laughs> and they're just going to die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the left of me is the great Buck Perez. Hello, Todd. How are we doing? And once again, Adam Albright Hanna is to my right. Hello. Am I, am I saying that right? No, you Albert? are not saying that right. How am, I, how am I fucking it up, dude? It's Adam Albright Hanna, not Albright. It's Albrecht. Well, maybe it's my California, Albright. Hmm? Maybe everyone else in California can pronounce it correctly. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> or Albright. I, I like when those jokes work, by the yeah. way. I like when the world was like, there weren't five billion podcasts. We were trying to find a fucking topic nobody else is talking about. And you're like a normal morning radio show. And you can crack that joke. And people will be like, that yep. kid's funny. Yeah. That one actually worked. It. Yes. And nowadays, with, with so much material out there, uh, it's a little difficult to find something that people, that people, oh, that's new. Yeah. You know? Nothing's new anymore. But uh, once again, uh, we are the Far Out Podcast, and we're on Facebook. So if you could add us as a friend, that would be awesome. There's still some more listeners that need to add. Uh, just go there, and we give you uh, show updates, all that, so you know what's going on. It's just nice for us. We get to know more people are into the show. We get to see your face. Do you have a URL? It's like facebook.com backslash faroutpodcast? No, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, I think you just find us on our, our webpage, faroutpodcast.com. There's a little link goes right to it. Because I'm going to add you. First thing I get out of here. Well, oh, that'll be great. That'll yeah. be great. Well, you, well, now you get to deal with the fact that you've been on the show. You get to deal with the user uh, comments that will be on the page. Oh, no. That will either say, like, loved having Adam yeah. on the show, didn't love, or no comments, or... My ex- brief experience with that has always been terrible. People hate me. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that, but I can't look away. It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. Dear Far Out. Yeah, nice. I recently found out that I was accepted into Todd's prestigious alma mater, Cal State Long Beach. Uh, I was hoping Todd could advise me on how to make the most of my college experience and hopefully avoid being expelled twice. Did did you get expelled twice? I was kicked out of Cal State University Long Beach twice. Finished. Got a degree. Interpersonal organizational communications. Um, and uh, it's uh, Alexander sends this in. He says, P.S. I know you despise everything the Strokes released uh, post uh, Is This It, but the single off their new LP is amazing. Oh. I actually, because uh, Alexander sent this in, I actually listened to it. Yes. And uh, it was actually uh, pretty good. Not bad. Like, uh, you could tell uh, Julian Casablanca sang a little higher than before. Uh, but the, the guitar lines were uh, pretty tight, and it sounded like a decent tune. I was like, all right, it's cool. They're trying to do something different, but it still sounds like The Strokes. Mm-hmm. Alexander's going to Cal State Long Beach, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to Cal State Long Beach, and the first thing everybody says after you say, I went to Cal State Long Beach, they go, oh, good school. And actually, the education there was great. It was just, you know... Spielberg. Spielberg went there. Spielberg, uh, yes. Steve Martin... Steve Martin went there. Uh, <laughs> Get choked up. Uh, Ricky uh, Martin. 
It's a really good school uh, for those of you who don't want to spend a shitload of money and be well indebted right. after that. I was accepted to the University of Southern California. I could not afford it. <laughs> I got no money. But uh, and didn't, I, want to, didn't want to do the loans, huh? Well, you know, the thing was that I was um, the son of a family that was kind of confused by everything. Oh. No. Um, <laughs> so, so what happened was I went to Long Beach State, and Long Beach State was a really good school, but I got kicked out twice because... Um, Drugs. I partied a bit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say that. Oh, uh-huh. we'll just say that. I'm not saying any drugs were used, but uh, <laughs> I definitely was quite a partier in those days. It was like, oh, I think I'll stay up all night and then go to class. Mm, you know? Not, and I, not effective. I, I kind of really went for it. Yeah. And so it became uh, highly difficult for me to complete my education. Uh, I was a class president and shit in high school, but then when I got to college, everything went out of the window for a while. Oh. Kind of lost track. But so, I would say to you, Alexander, um, just fucking finish school, go to class, get done with it. Because uh, that time when you go, I'm not going to study for this test, it just means an extra six months later in your life. Like, just kind of get it done. Know your role. Like, know what you're going to school for. Yeah, yes. get, get yes. it done. Yeah, I would exactly. say I screwed around a lot during college, but just showing up for class makes a huge difference. Because, like, there's those, all those days, like, yeah, I'll screw it up, blow it off. But I think you can screw around as much as you want, but you've got to at least show up for class. Yeah, because yeah, you, you missed a syllabus or whatever, you know, and you just get behind. Yeah, and it, you just, like, handle business. Like, take care of business here. And I've, I've got a couple of rules oh. that I, I, I made for myself, which which I abided by, by the way. And by the time I was 15, or by, by, by the time I was 25, and I made these rules, there's four things yes. in college in which you need to uh, make sure you never do. Part all you want, have all the fun you want, finish school on time, and here's a couple of things. First of all, don't knock a chick up. No. No. no that's good. Not a good. No? Buck? Not a good one. No, no kids, right? No, actually, uh, a basketball player at BYU is getting suspended from the team because he had sex with his girlfriend just recently. Shouldn't have done that. Yes. And rumor is that she is pregnant. You. So that's, that's the main thing. So uh, yes. num- number one rule, uh, don't knock any chicks up. Number two. Don't knock them. Anyone up, period. Yeah, don't knock anybody up. Uh, uh, Number two, uh, don't get bad credit. No, good. They give out credit cards to freshmen like crazy. Yeah, and... Don't accept it. 85% of everybody fucks up their credit or goes into some crazy debt. Uh, They're going to be trying to give you credit cards for a Snickers bar. Yeah. They'll be like, because you're you're poor, Mm -hmm. because you're in college, you have no money, and you're like, I really want a Snickers bar, and you sign up for a credit card, boom, $5,000 in debt in two weeks. One of those cool stress balls. Those are pretty neat. Okay, take, take yeah. the stress ball. Yeah. Take the stress ball and run up and some And just debt. run. <laughs> and just run. Yeah. yeah. That is worth it. Yeah. Uh, number three, don't get a DUI. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Um, if you're going to drink and drive in your college days, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. See, now all these things, Todd, I thought were good things, but they're not. No, having no. children that age, not a good thing, Mr. Perez. Actually, yeah, but they are related to fun things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking the fun. This, yeah. this guy's not going to have any fun. So don't get a DUI. Like, take a cab. It's always worth it just to pay the cab or learn the public transportation in the Long Beach area. Hmm. You want to know about that? Email me. I'll tell you how to get from bar to bar <laughs> and not sit around and wait for buses and uh, do, do pretty well for yourself and get a good buzz on. It can't possibly be safe to take a bus in Long Beach, can it? Uh, it depends on what part of town you're traveling through and what time of night it is. <laughs> okay. Safer but, than driving with him. <laughs> yeah, but it's safer than getting a DUI. Uh, and, and number, uh, the final one is don't get any VD. Mm. 
No. This goes along with the con. Like the condom thing is seventy five percent of the issue here. Yeah, right. That's half the things on there. Right. Yeah, those are things you don't need to do. And then uh, have a good time at Cal State Long Beach. Get your shit done. Always go to the counselors and have a good time. Mm. Don't get into sketchy drugs and no. don't hang out with sketchy people. Okay. Good job. Just hang out with people who are experimenting. How many of those four things did uh, you do? Uh, actually, I escaped being 25 without any of these problems. Whoa. Daps. Damn, dude. Daps. Nice. Daps. So, no I VD. Did. No VD. I would have sworn you had a ton of VD. Yeah, exactly. That's the one that's glaring. <laughs> Just looking at this guy. <laughs> Just scratching myself the whole time. 24-7, yes. That, my friend, is jock itch, <laughs> not crabs. Nice. So, Alexander, those are my things. But have a good time, goddammit. And don't live with your parents and drive to school. Ooh. Get yourself a cheap apartment off of 4th Street and have yourself a party. Oh, guess hey, what? Hey, what's up, man? Real quick, just say hi in the microphone real quick. Announcer Elliot has stopped by to get drunk with everybody. Howdy how. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Elliot lives up the street. So, uh, Elliot, okay, Elliot just walked in with a drumstick in his hand. He's going to have a beer and a drumstick. Nice. And All he right. came bearing gifts. Uh, Adam, this is Elliot. He does the. You're gonna hear his voice a lot on oh all the shows you listen to. Very cool, beautiful voice. I love voices. Velvety. Hey, is that homeless guy? Is he still in rehab or whatever? The homeless guy with the golden voice. Oh, what happened yes. to him? Uh, God, what is his name? I don't know. Uh, Ted Williams. Ted, Ted Williams. Williams. Yes. I love that story. It's like, oh, overnight sensation, right back to rehab. I love it. Charlie Sheen just. Kick the shit out of that yeah, guy. That's what's that going guy, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just. I mean, he's nothing. probably out. It's like, okay, now I'm ready to get back on the whole, you know, five minutes of fame type of deal. And Charlie Scene ruined it. He needs to be like winning. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, I'm a real crackhead. Like Charlie Ted, Sheen, you're like Ted a rich Williams crackhead. Doing Charlie Sheen. Lines. Oh, that is yes. genius. Yeah. Oh, that Vatican be the- assassin. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But I would feel like you know they have that terrible piece of art. In the mall, it's like that diner photo where you have like James Dean and Bugs Bunny and Elvis Presley like <laughs> hanging the, out at the night cafe. Yeah, yes. which is like yeah. one step of class above having a Betty Boop clock in your living room. Right, <laughs> like like that move. I feel like now you could have like Charlie Sheen, Ted Williams, Kim Kardashian, and um, uh, fucking Wendy Williams hanging out. Yeah. Eating each other out or something. All right, so we have another. Um, I think Ted Williams and Chocolate Rain should do something. That'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, the voice, like that low voice yes, that Ted Williams Yes, like Ted Williams mm. and Chocolate Rain together really on a track. All right, so uh, Colin, listener Colin from uh, South Dakota. Love listener Colin. He sends in a lot of emails. Really? Good guy. Nice. And uh, he sent one in, and uh, I, I got to give a little bit of, um, uh, put a little bit of weight to this. Um, back on my old show, Low Budget FM, we did a bit where we used to, uh, take different animals or different things, and we would fight them together, and we would debate over who would win. Mm. Like, one of the biggest, most, um, I would say, uh, harshly fought over debates was a raptor versus grizzly bear. Like, who would win in a fight? Probably a raptor. Grizzly. Well, yeah. I think it's obvious. Yeah. Raptor. Yeah. Well, I think that the, the point was, we realized, was uh, the uh, grizzly bear is more of a ground and pound kind of animal. Yeah. So once once the grizzly bear got the raptor into a ground and pound situation, it's all grizzly bear. It's yeah. all Rap- raptor would not let itself get in that situation. Oh. Obviously. So you should have been on this one, Adam. Definitely have some opinions. So, okay, let's see how this one works out for everybody. We have two uh, great television stars here. Colin wants to know who do you think would win, and that's Uncle Jesse from Full House, or vulnerable opponent. Yes, Uncle Jesse from The Dukes of Hazard. 
in their prime or right now? I, I'm talking about when they're both in their television, when they're both in prime time. We're oh, talking prime time, Jesse. And we're talking what death match? Like they're fighting each other? Yeah, they're in the squared circle. It's like, and you've got Uncle Jesse, the mountain man with the beard, um, who is kind of a mountain man of wisdom. He was kind of like Kenny Rogers, plus about 50 pounds uh, with a ZZ top beard. Seems more Willie Nelson, you know? Okay. That type of guy, yeah. Well, that was Dishing in that out the wisdom. shitty remake, right? Was uh, Willie Nelson Oh, was... shit. Well, I'm sorry. Was he? Yeah. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that shit. I, I, did, I honestly haven't seen that shit. You know they have senior moments? Buck just had a buck <sighs> moment. No, <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> Gosh, so they, they've really in, crapped on everything that I used to love, don't they? But no, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, God, wait. Sorry. Reset. Now, Buck, I got you in my crosshairs now. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you're saying that they shit on the show you loved, but yet your vision of Uncle Jesse is Willie Nelson, which is the shit on version. Yeah, I know. It's horrible. But it, it wasn't, you know. They if shit any, on you, if, and then they brainwash you is any, basically what you're trying to tell no, me. No, if anyone was going to be Bo, you know, wouldn't it be John Knoxville? It's, it's this guy right here. It's Buck. Yeah, two thumbs. This guy right here. Okay, but you do remember that Uncle. It's it's paramount to this discussion right here that you understand that Uncle who was, Jesse who was, was a Ros- fat. Who was Roscoe? I don't know. We're talking <laughs> about Uncle wanna, Jesse. That's all I want to know. I'm dude. not going to go down this list. We're talking about Cherry from fucking Punky Brewster. Right. Okay, it's me and you, Buck. <laughs> We're discussing Uncle yeah, Jesse. Cherry was hot. Who was Cherry? She was Fuck. a black chick, dude. I'm, I'm trying to orchestrate. Yeah. She was hot. She was super hot, yeah. yeah. And a crush on her. She was her. nine years old. <laughs> and a crush on her. I was nine, yeah, too. Yeah. It was cool. I, I was eight. She was an older woman. I, I got, I got scared when uh, they locked her in the fridge. <laughs> you remember this episode? They locked Cherry in the fridge, and then they had a whole like parent thing after now. Kids, okay. Okay. don't do hide and seek and lock yourselves in the fridge. That was a big epidemic. Yes, in the it was. People must have been going around dying in Thank you, my friend. Yeah, this I is why that. you're co-hosting tonight. <laughs> That was a big pro. We lost a lot of good kids. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> fridges, yeah. that, People, actually, please that, look it up. And, yeah. and <laughs> That was a problem. This I was guess. a problem, yes. Yeah. Pe- I, kids hiding in the fridge. If somebody put their refrigerator out without <laughs> putting like chains and barbed wire yeah. around the fridge, it was, it was Two evident. or three kids per fridge, easy, would die. You know, the original Back to the Future, the time machine, was an old refrigerator. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God. And then wow. they're like, wait, this is a terrible idea. Like, kids are going to try to go back in time, <laughs> and they're just going to die. I'm going to YouTube Punky Fridge. Punky Brewster Fridge. Well, then later, uh, George Lucas thought it was a brilliant idea to put Indiana Jones in one. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. Okay, backing up. What was that? Backing up, Buck. Yes. If we're going to have this conversation, you do understand that Uncle Jesse was a fat mountain man with a long beard. and Just at least fucking agree with me for the sake of conversation for this goddamn show. I'm Uncle- never with you. I'm never with you. Explain I, I, to me your concept of Uncle 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 Jesse, the Dukes of Hazard version. He was the fat, um, wise man who you know had a hat on and overalls. I remember overalls. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. He had overalls uh, on and he had a you. big beard. And yeah, I know what you're talking about. Thank you. No, no, no. We're all good. Yeah. So I think that Uncle Jesse Uncle from Dukes of Hazard would beat the shit out of the Greek god known as Uncle Jesse from Full House because a mountain man has to have skills and he's lived an entire <laughs> life as like he's probably in his mid sixties with bad diabetes. He's probably lived his life uh, fighting it out in bars, protecting the honor of alcoholic women. He's probably in some kind of substance abuse program himself. He's probably in AA. Um, he's probably lived a life that some smug fucking San Franciscan musician who uh, plays congos with the Beach Boys isn't going to stand mano y mano with him. I disagree. Uncle Jesse's seen some shit. 
He's now he's which a, which Full House Uncle Jesse? Yes, he's been in bars. He's had to fight Dude. drunk people off, and he's much younger. Looking like that, playing in Frisco at that time. Come yeah, on, man! A lot of rib dudes. He's got to be beaten <laughs> off. <laughs> like, but no, I mean, I'm saying this like Uncle Jesse off. from Full House. It's like he's such a narcissist. He's always looking at his Greek-like, godlike yeah, hair. He's, he's gonna freak out. He's not gonna let the other Uncle Jesse like fuck up his face or anything. He's gonna. Make sure the other guy goes down before he gets his little claws in his pretty little face. You know Would you ever exactly. see a pretty boy in a fight? You ever see a pretty boy in a fight? I'd love to. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> pretty kind boy of one of my things I've been waiting for. Prettyboyinafight.com. By the way, you tuned okay, uh, Punky Brewster Refrigerator. First thing that came up, Punky Brewster, Cherry Lifesaver. Right there, part two. And it has a picture of a girl in a fridge. Look at that. See? Oh, oh wow. Oh, boy. That might be the episode shot that, for this one. That is the one. Yep. Adam, I'll see you later. What? Your money, squared circle. Uncle Jesse from Full House versus Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, despite what I just said, I think uh, um, Dukes of Hazard Jesse wins. So I think he's just gonna start eating his throat out and stuff like that. He's gonna he's gonna get <laughs> scrapping all away. You know, I mean, he's been in some fights. He's gonna go Roadhouse. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> real, real, real quick, there's a gentleman over here enjoying an ice cream. Uh, announcer Elliot, Elliot. Please weigh in on this. I've actually never seen a single episode of Dick's Hazard in my life. How old are you? I am 27. Really? Yeah. When I I'm 34, and when I it was on as a kid, it was like if I got to stay up late and watch Dukes of Hazard, that meant that was it. Nice. I never I've never seen uh, very many episodes either, more than you. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen three. All right, thank you, Colin. <laughs> Email this to Low Budget. Maybe they'll do a better job with this one than us. <laughs> What's that? Oh, my God. This looks so good. Didn't that guy last show? Elliot, just finish the bit here. We got, we're doing the Twitter plug, the at Todd No, no, but seriously, right? He was never uh, quoted in the plug. Come on. Okay, come on, man. I'm just saying, I think, three, two, one, and go. Connect with the show on Twitter at Todd A. Perry, T-O-D-A-P-E-R-R-Y. Far Out Podcast is now on Stitcher. Listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Palm Pre. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Go to stitcher.com and download it free today. Achtung! Frauleins und Minch. Now it's time for Hitler Talk. Adolf Hitler, der Führer der deutschen Jugend, hat das Volk. Und ihr müsst euch in den Gehorsam üben. Wir wollen, dass dieses Volk ein Friedsleben und aber auch tapfer ist. Und ihr müsst this week's topic, five ways you might be being a creep from eHarmony.com. So, I guess one of the things that uh, eHarmony is dishing out advice to us nowadays, gentlemen. You hear me? Oh, what? Yeah, I know. That was your thing, sorry. <laughs> well, Webster's defines a creep as a person who is disturbingly eccentric, painful, introverted, or obnoxious. 
Sound like anyone we know? Did Todd have to excuse himself exactly. for such a reason? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, rings of Todd. Yes, he walked out of the room because we have to do this. Most people would add a man who is disturbingly eccentric. Todd. Painful, <laughs> introverted, or obnoxious. No, I'm just kidding. For creep is a word like so many that seems to have been assigned to a gender. A man would never describe a woman as a creep. I would disagree. I've no? met some creepy women. Some kind of... You call them creepy women. Uh, would I, you call them creeps? No. I definitely call them creeps. Really? Right. I think any girl I would call creepy, I'd use a skanky. <laughs> skank? Skank. Yeah, or skank. You know? Because any girl that's skanky is kind of creepy to me. I always put like skanky and slutty in the same Yeah, category. yeah, that's well, what I'm, I'm no, saying. I don't know, I don't know. I don't, I don't really. I, I, th- I think of skanky as more just dirty. Not, not necessarily slutty dirty, but just dirty. Just like filthy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of filthy. <laughs> well, well, it's kind of skanky. <laughs> Uh, another another term I like for women, dank, yeah, which is a term for bud. You know, when bud's real good, it's, it's, it's some dank shit, you know? You I've never heard dank. that applied yeah, to women. Say, That's say good. About, yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> these are some, uh, some advice. Uh, one, mention sex at any point during the first 10 conversations is creepy. First 10 conversations? 10 conversations. No. That's what, what it says. What, what defines a conversation? Are they talking like a session? Is that like a five-minute thing or... You know, it doesn't say, but I would I would say, according to this, it's just repartee. The first 10. I see. So you pick her up her house, like, how's it going? Right. And the car ride. You, know thing. Say, you could get to 10, like, pretty early the night. I yeah, guess. That's, exactly. what I'm, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. it's, uh, it's, you could do 10 at a bar. It's kind of like. Yeah, a, 10 topics. Yeah. Like, you know, that's like one that's like, that could be one date. Does that mean I can talk about sex during the next date? Yeah. Or it's like the SATs date, yeah. when you put Not your name. That's creepy. In, when you put your name in on the SATs, that's like 400 points. Yeah, right. You're halfway yeah. there. Uh, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll agree with that one. All right. Yeah. What? Here we go. Todd Perry's back. So <laughs> when you guys know like uh, creepy dudes that immediately with women, they they bring up sexual things or they seem to have some kind of overly sexual focus and like it, it, it puts women at a, a feeling of at ease in general. I've never like been a fly on the wall for like a date or something like that, but like I've seen the guys who try to do like the the jokes where they're like you know like they're trying to come off like kind of like the shock humor, but it, yeah, it just comes off like really uncomfortable for everyone. Like it just like comes that. off as an excuse for them to discuss sex. Yeah, like any any girl who's been on a certain amount of dates is like completely like freaked out by most men. Like they realize that probably like sixty percent of all dudes have no way to really effectively communicate their desire to have sex with a woman without completely scaring them. <laughs> I find the best way to be a, a male that has sex with numerous females is to be one that doesn't seem like they're thinking about sex. All the time, right. Yeah, like if, if you seem like you, you, you don't have sex on the mind, then a woman will be much more likely to have sex with you. Do you think that's a problem? Do you think guys come on too strongly like that? Yes. Oh, wait, I'd have to disagree. Because that is friend zone, sir. That is the actual definition of friend zone. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I think a, <laughs> yeah, I think a bigger problem is the guys who are probably a little bit like more timid. Like I don't know. Like I, I think, like, what are you saying? Like you got to stay a little bit of like the bad boy, a little bit like the edge going. Right, but you, you know? but you can't be like, uh, on you know third, you know half hour, and you'd be like, so do you like to suck cock? Well, that's not... No, well, I don't not, think that's yeah. really ever much of an appropriate topic. <laughs> no, dudes do that, though. Dudes do that. I mean, the thing is, you, I always believe you have to trick a woman into having sex with you, first of all. It's a, it's, it's a trick thing, but you, ha- you can't desexualize yourself. You can't seem like a non-sexual being, right. because right. That, that's going to immediately put you into the, the friend zone. You have, to, you have to be a sexual being, but one that subtly is a sexual being versus one that's like 
so uh, what do you like to wear in bed, like on the first day? You don't you think a lot of that is just dependent on if she's attracted to the guy? Like if she thinks the guy's like really good looking, like he can get away with a lot more than like, oh, you look nice tonight. If he's an ugly dude, she's gonna be like, eh, what a creep, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, no, that that's totally fine if she's into the dude. And physically, in, in the first place, that's fine. But there, there is that moment, but that dude can still sell himself short and sell himself out of the game by being too overtly sexual, making the woman uncomfortable. No. Next one. What else have we got? Oh. All right. Number two, aggressively tries to contact her. Men are socialized to be pursuers, and most women like that. But the confident guy sends a message and waits for an answer. If no answer is forthcoming, he's learned something important about how interested a particular woman is in him. So if if you're the kind of guy that is uh, calling her way too soon, calling her way too often, um, just gets her phone number, then immediately tries to add her as a friend on Facebook. Well, it's more texting nowadays. I think people text more, you know, just to hit back people. I don't call them back anymore. Like I text them back. How many times will you try to make contact before you give up if you don't hear anything back? Probably two. Two. I would think two but, would be the good. You know, I'd wait. I wait at least a month, and I don't. You know, I I, I just touch. Text him back. What's cracking? Nice. That, that's well, it. It's a good Just one. What's cracking? After a month. Really? Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I gotta kind of analyze your game on the what's cracking. All right. What's cracking? Like, I don't do think. You, it, what do you do? What's I'm cracking? sorry. Did you do N apostrophe, or do you do the whole C R A C K I N G? Yeah. Is it cracking or cracking? <laughs> yeah. Or cracking. No. I N. Or like, do you do the apostrophe or? Or do you do release the cracking kind of one? K R A K E N. No, just cracking. Oh, you do a G. Oof, holy Some, it depends. Shit, dude. Depends. <laughs> depends on the girl. You're wow. getting no ass with that. No. What's cracking? Keep the G off, I would say. I don't know. You're I'm saying not, I'm not, I haven't been in the game in the a while. The G's not gangster. I would say in a You're saying it's, but, it's taking me down a hey, notch. You know what? Well, I've been out of the game for so long, I don't, you know, I don't know anymore. No, I, the I, girls I, like the G's, <laughs> I don't know. No, I did date during the text era. Really? Mm. I did date during the text era. You know what? I went, like a week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had just been invented. <laughs> exactly. All your texts were like, I can't believe I can text now. <laughs> I, sent, yeah, I sent the fourth text message. <laughs> it went to the satellite. It came down with pictures of Hitler, actually. It's like, it's like the movie Contact. Um, no, I did, but I, I decided that my initial interaction with this woman was going to have to be a phone conversation not a text so i called wow and i was like hey what's going on and then it went to voicemail and then it was like this weird interaction for a while and then eventually we we, we did meet up but uh, it was i did not start off directly with the text i felt that was cheap like i felt like still when you're trying to forge a relationship starting off with the text was going to be kind of weak maybe well, it just shows my age but what year was that <laughs> this will show the age. <laughs> oh, five. <laughs> I don't know. So you're in the game. I would think right now texting would be completely appropriate. Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically how people communicate. Yeah, nowadays. but I feel it's like much you, easier. Yeah, I, I wish. Yeah, if I were dating those days, would be I'd, awesome. I'd also especially have to say it's how girls specifically communicate is through really? texting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like they do it to each other like twenty four seven. Like it's just how they speak now. Yeah, but wouldn't you be a big penis dragging male? If you just started off, like, you would show the most ultimate display of confidence by starting off with a phone call now. Like, because the text is such a passive thing that just starting off, hey, I want to talk to you. But see, like, that's the thing. The, the phone call is more passive because that's more easier to just click off of. 
the text is something that's immediate. You have to be witty it's and like immediate. send the exact right. Maybe there's more of a nuance to a text which shows, in a way, more of a subtlety of soul and culturedness versus a phone call. I think it actually like a good tweet. Well, people who text are more friendly, so I think it's a, not, a better way to easing on in because, like, right now at this point, these girls probably only have co- phone conversations like with their parents, like much more personal <laughs> yeah. things. So I think you just ease on in. You seem like that buddy. Yeah, so let's crack in. And that way you can trick your way into having some sex. Yeah. <laughs> but not what's up with the Kraken or suck my Kraken. K R A K E N. What's Kraken? Just two get... words. What's Kraken? What's Kraken? I like that. Um, so does that? Wait, 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 real quick, Buck. Does that work with the what's Kraken? Because we've 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 all judged your what's Kraken. I'm, I'm doing it on a monthly basis. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Buck, Buck, I'm taking it month by month on this shit. Buck in his uh, in his uh, library of contacts on his iPhone, he like checks a bunch of chicks and just goes, "What's cracking?" <laughs> he casts just, a white net. Throw the Shotguns net. the cracking out there. Throw the net. Yeah, I fish in a shallow pond. So. I would love to do that. I want to do that. Like not just for girls, just like everyone in my phone book that I text, just like what's cracking, what's and see cracking? what kind of responses I get. Probably just, a lot of not much. Just do the mass one text. Yeah, doubt to everyone. Yeah, just what's cracking. I get all the stuff. Oh, my dad's doing this. Yeah, cool. Now, back when I used to um, do do radio in San Diego, me and my old partner Mark, we wanted to do a topic called "How's it going?" <laughs> and because when you had calls, right, we just want to go. All right, five two zero one zero three seven. How's it going? <laughs> and just see what the hell you'd get. Yeah. Because that's kind of like normal the way most conversations start off. Instead of going, um, uh, once again, we're talking about boxers or briefs, friend or foe, 5201037. Uh, and then people would come back with it. Just like, how's it going? And maybe someone would call. And I always wanted someone to call and go, oh, it's going good. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> right on. And I'd want to just sit and forge that relationship out to finding out like what their psychological problems were nine minutes down the road. Like yeah. just peel that onion from the beginning of seeing this big death star round mm. circular human being right. and take them down to their core. Uh, what's next? All right. Here's uh, number three is unable to read her signals. All right. Pop quiz assholes. Uh, you see a woman across the room. She team seems attractive and fun. So you try to catch her eye. You walk past her, you look at her, you even sit next to her and try to make eye contact. No luck. Your next move should be A, stay with it. She will notice you soon enough. B, up the ante, just walk away and say hi. Or C, take the hint, she's noticed you and isn't interested. I think I got a good beat on this one. Creepy guy, which basically uh, the the essence of a creepy guy, he doesn't have the ability to detect... um, Nonverbal communication. A creepy man is somebody who's like, she's not making eye contact. Therefore, I must touch her. I must grab her. I must aggress upon her. Like a creepy guy is somebody who is just, he has that autistic problem of not being able to decipher things. He can't pick it up. He can't pick it up whatsoever. And And a girl who is working on that kind of eye contact in the bar level that sees a man who can't, discern that is going to immediately think this guy cannot take care of our future offspring mm-hmm. and he will try to butt rape me yep. <laughs> on our first sexual encounter <laughs> which will not get me pregnant but uh, you know I, he, I always find that weird I play in a bar it's like the mo- one of the most beautiful orchestrative dances in the history of mankind like looking across the bar you see the girl trying to like you know look at her and see what she does I think she smells good. She's on the outside of the bar. I can't look at her eyes. Yeah, this is creepy. <laughs> really creeping me out. Yeah, exactly. She looks down at her drink. <laughs> Seeing her from her point of view, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wonder, like, where's she been today? Where's she, what's she thinking about? 
Is she, she is distressed about the fact that the Why Illuminati is, is taking away <laughs> who they are. Why is he still looking at me? But He's still I, there. Yeah, oh my god. But yeah, it's just a guy who doesn't know how to hunt. You know, if the guy's not. <laughs> but personal experience, yes. I, I just missed the hunt. I'm sorry. Like I, I am a social demon. Like mm. I, I work socially. I'm. You know, I, I, you know, to not have that ability to go hunt socially and then bag it mm. is something I miss. But how do you guys play the eye game? marriage prep going, by the way. You guys have any plans also? But Adam, yes. during your single times, of course. the eye play in the bar, how, how, like on a deep level... How did you work that out when you saw a potential? Maybe, maybe the maybe your lovely wife, who's very cool, by the way, big fan. Oh, thank you. Do you like your wife? <laughs> you said it too many times. What? <laughs> the second time started. I'm starting to wonder what Is you're getting the second at. Time? What was the first time? <laughs> no, wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. Within the same point of context, <laughs> I didn't like say it earlier today, right? No, no. Didn't even mention a whole fresh time. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't really think you're trying to steal my wife from me. Okay. <laughs> Good, that means I'm doing well. Yeah, I saw that creepy look you get on your face when you're in the hunt. <laughs> no, <laughs> directing that towards my wife. That was earlier. So how, yeah. how, how do you feel that you ever navigated that game? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I did, like, I was more, I don't remember doing too much of like the, the eye thing across the bar or whatever, but it's like, yeah, when you, I love the moment when you're, you're talking to someone and you go from like, oh, like the very general like topics that you're saying with like the how's it going. And then like when you can navigate that, the next thing you know, within like 30 minutes, you're like talking about like, you know, or sexual preferences or whatever you know when it gets like really deep and stuff nice. that was always a, a fun trick with the women it, what you're really getting on with is that moment where you hit the slip and slide where it's like hey how's it going blah 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 and then you might throw her something that like it's like a little test the waters mm-hmm. not necessarily a sexual thing but just to trying to figure out where she is like you make a reference to something and then boom she catches it My, and like, like, like you say do you read <laughs> <laughs> Adam meets a girl in a bar and goes, So what, uh, what uh, you read? You know how to read? Do you read? Um, <laughs> left to right or right to left? Come on. Oh, you're an Asian bitch. You read the other way. Hey. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think my big thing is I would try to get them to reveal something personal. Like, so you could not just, like, doesn't have to be like sex, but like, if you're like, Oh, like, if you get her to make fun of like her friend or something, because now you're getting beyond like just like the superficial type of thing. It's like, Hey, your friend's kind of annoying. She's like, Yeah, I know. She's getting on my nerves, you know, when you kind of start going down that route. Right. Or, or like some dude's trying to hit on her. Friend, yeah, exactly. And you guys both analyze his bad game. Yeah. He's probably like your buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you guys both analyze his game, and that brings you closer. Absolutely. I would throw my her. friends on the bus constantly that way. Oh, that's the yeah. best reason to have friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually found that. I, it, I know I've mentioned this before on the show, but I can't stress it. The quickest way to realize that you might be getting some that night is when a girl goes, "Who are you?" <laughs> Every time I've ever heard that, it was back to her parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when, when you kind of—I I feel like you've given them enough mystery. You're kind of catching on to right. everything they have and throwing it back at them in beautiful colors, mm-hmm. but still retaining a little mystery where they mm-hmm. think, like. They, they think it almost like it's like it's like a reality TV show. Like they got set up to find your ass. Like how the fuck does he know that? Wow. And how? But but he's still remaining mysterious. That's and then they go, "Who are you?" And then, You're dong, bang. <laughs> and then you take out your dong. Just get your dongs out, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Wrap it up. But once again, as we said earlier, uh, don't don't knock any chicks up. No, no VD. Right. That's, you know what, we should put that up as like the rules of the show. Like if you're going to be a member of the far out nation, <laughs> you're not into VD or knocking bitches up, getting DUIs. Is there a list of VD you can get even with a condom? 
Like, like scabies has got to be one, right? I don't think it's anything you can get in North America. Like really? the black clap, like you get in Thailand, like that's just the black clap you got in Thailand. Like that, that eats away most known polymers of, of, of rubber. Oh. I would assume crabs. Yeah, right. I would think that too. Yeah. Like the external kind of things that latch into hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys don't put r- pull rubbers up to you. <laughs> we don't have the full body <laughs> suit. <laughs> the full monty? Rubber pants. Yeah. You guys don't have those, like, uh, you know, Mark Spitz kind of head things to put over the pubic hair? <laughs> oh, you guys have pubic hair. Wow. <laughs> what generation are you guys? <laughs> Shorn to death. What else you got there? You got any more there? Ew. Hey, uh, you got anything else there, Robin? <laughs> all right. Number four has strange hobbies. It would be very boring world if we were all into the exact same hobbies and pastimes. Having an interest that is off the beaten path can make a guy seem different and attractive. But if you're going to discuss a hobby early on in a relationship, you should be confident that it doesn't seem odd in a disquieting way, like podcasting. For example, a woman at eHarmony mentioned a very nice man who informed her on the first date that he collected dolls. Not Star Wars action figures, but rather baby dolls that little girls carry. Now, chances are he was a very nice man, uh, but <laughs> this woman just couldn't get past a room full of children's dolls, and that was the end of the night. Most women are looking for a relationship with someone they perceive to be normal, perhaps a little quirky, but not odd or strange. I'd like to throw in on this. Uh, uh, you'd think that would be a big crossover, having the dolls with mm, a woman. No, not no. at all. She doesn't want a man who's into that. <laughs> That doesn't show a man. Because I him. find it creepy when, like, f- like women in their 20s even have, like, dolls or yeah. like, stuffed animals, like, kind of like a, bu- like a bunch. Like, oh, stuffed animals. No, 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 no it's like not 10. Bad. Like, 10 or something. Like, just hanging around. There's a yeah. yeah, like, one or two, like, maybe three or four. But, like, when they have, like, a bunch just out on display yeah. constantly, like, that's a, little, that's a little creepy. Yeah, it's a little, it's too much uh, hyper-feminine energy. Shows a lack of ability. It's, it shows a compensation on some level. Uh, Buck, do you have any... Do you have any weird hobbies or anything that like you wouldn't bring up on a first date with a chick? Like maybe if you like you play too much Xbox or some shit, like that definitely like dries a vag up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not my problem. Sorry, but uh, no, yeah, like he said, podcasting. Because most of the time when you mention podcasting, chicks just blank over. Yeah, there's some girls like we we have a lot of female listeners to our show actually, which is kind of cool. But we have one. Uh, we have some. We have one. Okay, it's mostly dudes. It's, but it's it's that one. Does your wife listen listen to your podcast? No, she has no idea See? what goes on. Exactly, not yeah. even his wife. <laughs> no, I mean, my, my wife ignores everything that I do, like this kind of stuff. So oh, I was curious. Yeah, yeah. Everything I do, actually, any benefit I have to society, my fiance has no interest in. Yeah, yeah. No, like, strangely, she likes me for like the, my house cleaning abilities, which are lame. <laughs> she doesn't get my sense of humor, oh. and it's like anything any of my friends would like me for, my fiance find just kind of finds annoying. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying everything I think is positive about me, she couldn't give a shit less about drinking hmm. ability. Yeah, that- not impressed with my tolerance. It's super high right now. I can't even get a buzz. She is that, care. Yeah. It's that interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Sexual prowess. <laughs> <laughs> not interested. <laughs> no interest whatsoever. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are you saying things that your friends like about you, but not your wife, as sexual, sexual prowess? prowess. <laughs> it's one of the things I admire. I don't know, Mr. What, Perry. I don't know what I said. The prowess. <laughs> um. What? What? I, I, another thing is actually in. As I've gotten older, now I, I realize that I'm 34 now. And if, like, let's say I, I was single and I, I had tons of money and you put me, like, in a bar with a 22-year-old girl. Nice. 
I'm like a total old man now. Like the, the amount of shit that I'm actually want to have a conversation about. Like you get me like locked in on a, um, the future of Metro Rail in Los Angeles, and I will just sit and be like, you know what? Actually, they have a new thing in regional connectors. Like people, you know, like yeah, like that, like good. like Charlie Rose conversations on PBS. Like I I realize that I'm getting really like old and into old man shit. Like mm. I'm I'm two steps away from building model trains in my garage. Like <laughs> like it's getting kind of bad. That's sad. Like, you know, Adam, any weird hobbies that you wouldn't want to admit on a first date? No, I don't think so. But, um, I'm, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think the 22-year-old girl would have. I think that's the bigger problem. She wouldn't have anything she'd want to talk about. Like, I don't think, I don't know what kind of interest a 22-year-old would have that would be worth talking about. Like texting. Yeah. <laughs> but I, would she even have any sort of thoughtful things to say about texting? There, you I, know, I there are I can some. imagine. There are some like twenty-two-year-old girls that you talk to, and they're like, "Wow!" and they like just completely wow you and bowl right. you over by their intelligence. Mm, that'd be cool. I've met a couple. Really? Where? Where do you meet these girls? Borders. <laughs> <laughs> with, with your wife. <laughs> yes, Elliot. We got the. We got one last one. Okay, number five. Have no sense of personal space. But Wait, that, that again goes with the autistic, like mm. weird. In a, that's that. Yeah, that's that's probably. I think that's the creepiest of creepy things. I cannot detect emotion. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about assuming that you can move in close that a woman finds so unappealing and creepy. Men are often confused about what makes a romantic date different than just hanging out with a friend. They feel some pressure to turn up the romance so they won't get dumped in a friends category. This often leads to forcing things in an awkward way. <laughs> It's probably not a good idea to move into her personal space until you get some sign that she's interested in that. Your best bet is to create subtle opportunities and watch her body language. Please note the word subtle. I think this just creepy across the board. Like, you guys know any dudes? Like, I had some friends. Uh, friends of mine, Buddy Walpa, had a friend that uh, just stood way too close whenever he talked to you. It's like the Seinfeld close yeah. talker thing. And you're like, uh, you make me weirded out. And I think these are people who have not been heard their whole life. So they feel they really just need to scream up your nose in order to get their point across. Yeah, I think there's people who like touch too when they're talking to you. Like, oh, the creepy toucher. Yeah, like the guy yeah. is always touching someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's girls who are really into those guys, but it's always friend zoned. Oh, interesting. No, yeah. I think they're freaked out about the guy who's like touching weird. Like the guy who like goes immediately for the small of the back on the woman's like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like the guy who's just like always touching the small of the back. Yeah, that's definite. That's a definite invasion zone on anyone. That's yeah, I was on a trip. It was and there was a bunch of different like journalists there, and there was a guy. He was a good looking dude, so I think that makes a difference. But he was a big toucher, and I'm looking at everyone I'm like, "Oh my god, can you believe this guy's touching everyone all the time?" <laughs> and like the girls are sitting there laughing and stuff like that. You know, they, they you don't know, mind. You know what? The, that's the other thing. Like I said, like it is also a friend zone kind of thing yeah like right. the guy who goes in early to touch like if they do that usually that dude's friend zoned mm -hmm. a lot of those girls would be like ah eh, you know like whatever right. like they just totally write them off right there interesting yeah i always find that if it's a white guy overly touching it's a weird thing if the guy's like ethnic it's okay <laughs> a lot of white girls that would be <laughs> you know what i'm saying like ethnicity like, goes a long way <laughs> yeah no i mean like you know white people are just a skittish people yeah yeah british Oh, yeah, well, especially yeah, the yeah, English yeah, or the, yeah, the yeah. German, Skittish you know, British. like if there's Skittish a touchy British German guy, shit. fuck him, man. Everybody <laughs> wants like afraid of that guy or a touchy Englishman. But like if the guy's like a, a brother who's like, hey, how's it going? He puts his arm around you. It's like a Magic Johnson hug. You're like, fuck yeah. And everybody likes that guy. But if it was a white guy, I'm like, oh, I don't know what's up with him. I don't know about that. I, the young party 20 British dude, like girls love that guy. 
Yeah. You know, he's got the arms around, it's the buddy hugs, <laughs> you know, he's like just charming. Chicks love that guy. Yeah, but if it's Eric Idle, then like, you know, the, the, their uterus has become a brick. <laughs> All right, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Faro podcast tonight. Um, we really went Wu-Tang radio tonight. Um, everybody's like swinging towels. We have four people on fucking mic. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. We, we went off and Todd went and took a leak at one point. Yes. Yeah. He had to, I did take a leak. T- take out the bowels. Yes. Well, you guys are doing a good job. I didn't need my fucking ass. Well, we had to. And the you'll, audience is probably tired of hearing my ass anyway. You'll, you'll hear what we said. It's not kind. <laughs> you'll hear what we said. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah you're going to be destroyed. All I've done is try to create a show and try to give my, my friends a place to communicate <laughs> yeah. to the world. And all we did was shit on you when you walked out the door, yes. All I did is, there's a cornfield. See the cornfield? I built a fucking baseball oh, baseball field. You guys came in and played on it. Yes. And then you're going to diss me. Well. Fucking A. All right. I'd like to thank Buck Perez today. Hey, you're welcome. Hello. I thank announcer Elliot for coming in and eating ice cream. hey and uh, still having a dynamic tongue in which to read that shit with a frozen drumstick ice cream. I'd like to thank uh, Adam Albright. Hannah. Hannah. Thank you. Not Albright. No. For sitting in on the last couple of shows. Had a good time. These and past few weeks have been just the highlight of my career. Thank you for having me. Well, we'd, li- we'd like to have you back. I, definitely, you've, you've earned the right for A, the comedy, B, the uh, just good times hanging out, C, the ability to swill beer. Yeah, we'll see how the comments go. We'd like to, yeah, we'll see how the comments go. <laughs> if you like Adam, comment on the show at faroutpodcast.com. If you don't like him, also comment. No. <laughs> All right, guys, you guys have a great night. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed. Nothing seems to fit. Oh, raindrops keep falling on my head. Keep on falling. I just done me some talking to the sun And I said I didn't like the way you got things done Sleeping on the job Oh, raindrops keep falling on my head Keep on falling Falling on my head But I 
survival. 